You're listening to an Englishman in the Balkans. Welcome to an Englishman in the Balkans, the podcast that takes you on a captivating journey into the heart of Bosnia and Herzegovina and the wider Western Balkans. Each episode, we delve into the rich history, vibrant culture, and hidden gems of this beautiful country. Through engaging conversations and personal anecdotes, we aim to bridge the gap between the Balkans and the rest of the world. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired, entertained, and connected. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it. Welcome along to episode two of Coffee Talk with me, David, and... Tamara and our two dogs, Phoebe and Mare. We've got the dogs in here. I didn't want to bring them in, to be honest with you, but Tam but said... But David says this is a, a relaxed podcast about our life. So we've got our two dogs who are... So, so if you hear... Sorry, David. If you hear a little bit of this... Dogs are walking around the David's office. Or even barking. We have, <laughs> talking about barking, we have two dogs, if you didn't know. One is Phoebe, who's a small mix between a Chihuahua and a Terrier. I don't know, Terrier, a local breed, whatever. She's dodge. a Dodge. She's, She's a, dodge, a Dodge. Which is a name we give to uh, village dogs. She's not been, I don't know, about a month ago she had a seizure, didn't she? Yes, she did. And then she had one yesterday as well. Unfortunately, little Phoebe is having epilepsy, most probably, and it happened twice in one month. We have to keep an eye on that, but she's really sweet. There's nothing we can do about it. And she's and, just walking around uh, the floor. But otherwise, the, the last seizure she had yesterday was really mild compared to the first one she had. So maybe she won't have them as frequent, but she can live with it as long as it's not too frequent. And uh, yeah, she's normal today, running around, chasing cats as usually, running in the snow, etc. And on the couch is Murray, which is... My dad's dog, but she lives with us. Another dodge. Um, she's a mix between German... How do you call it? Terrier. German Terrier, yes, which is very popular breed here for the hunters. And maybe a little bit of Schnauzer and a dodge. And she might bark, but she's... She's just found a place on the couch, so I think she might be um, sleeping. So let's keep our fingers crossed. If the dogs bite, bark, <coughs> bite, bark, then we might have to edit that out. But we'll just see how we go. But this is a podcast from our life here in the village, which a lot of you asked to find out more about. So maybe our stories will be entertaining for you. Um, and if you want to support us, there's a, a buy me a coffee link uh, in the show notes. We've just been outside for about 25 minutes. We're going to do this in the morning now and in the afternoon because we've realized that the dogs do need a little bit more exercise than what they get. But we woke up at half past six this morning. Now, there are two sounds. She's always waking up at the same time. Yeah, the two. She used to wake up at seven and now she moved half an hour. So she so wakes 630. up at 6.30. So she wakes up at half past six. But there are two other sounds that wake us up as well. Normally one, actually, which is the early shift of the school bus. Yes. Um, but this morning, it was the metal scraping against tarmac as the snow plower, the snow, the snow plow went through for the first time in the village. Yeah, in the village. So we've been out for 20 minutes in the garden. There's going to be a little video. If you watch this on Substack or on Buy Me a Coffee, you'll see that there's going to be a, just a, I don't know, two minute video about us 
uh, out with the dogs in the garden so you can see what the garden looks like in the winter. But it has snowed overnight. It's not a real, not a big dump, is it? No, it's already melting. It's already melting on the roads and uh, it's melting, yeah. We took the shovels from the attic, but we don't need them today to scrape it up, but just in case if we get more snow. And we went to Banyaluka yesterday because we went to the, we watched the prognosis, the weather, how do you say? Forecast. For- <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking elder elderflower juice. Go on. The weather forecast, and we decided because we have to do, we had to do some admin, and then we went to Banyaluka yesterday because yesterday was sunny and a little bit of raining. But today we woke up with this like a snowbed. Yeah, we did the right thing yesterday. Yes, we did. So now we can stay here for two weeks. We have enough food and everything. We don't have we to have go no, anywhere. We have enough wood as well, don't we? We have enough wood. Food. Ev- everything. Food for dogs. Food for cats. Food for us. For everybody. She's but to be honest, sweetheart, it's... Make me clean. The, the, uh, now she's being licked to death by... Probably I don't think we're ever going to see winters again like when we first met over 20 years ago. No. That was deep snow back then and it was minus 20, minus 25, right? Yes. And just like a few days ago, we had plus 22. Can you believe that? In December. First December was plus 22. Yeah, and some people... Very warm. And there's still some people... The two types of people that annoy me, really. One, that, that uh, uh, insist that the world is flat when we know it's not. Since, especially since we put satellites into space. And the other one is people that deny that there's climate change that has been caused by humanity. It has been caused by humanity. I don't know. Don't want to get into politics. Don't want to get into that. It is colder today, as I say. That's why you should spay your pets. You should spay them so they don't have any kids, so they don't produce CH4. So they don't fart. <laughs> they don't fart. <laughs> On my feet, to keep me warm at this time of year, I've really fallen in love with... <clears throat> Pre-glavsi. What are pre-glavsi? Pre-glavsi, I don't know. It's something very traditional in this country. What do you think? They're like, we call them Serbian slippers up here, but I'm sure that the Croatians call them Croatian slippers and Macedonians call them Macedonian slippers, but that, don't worry. I think the unique name is pre-glavsi. Yeah, pre-glavsi. In the whole region. Um, ours were hand-knitted with sheep wool. Yes. By our late neighbour. Yes. Uh, she passed away a few weeks ago now. So we're going to have to think of where we're going to source our pre-glavsi f- I from. think her son still has some because she made like a huge batch. So maybe we can buy it of him if he is willing to sell. But we'll see. Yeah, because we like to wear them in um, the winter. Uh, your parents... Can you believe mm. I have a Turkish pre-glavsi? I bought in Fortuna. You've got Turkish? <laughs> yes. It's more like a wool, wool socks. Than One day we'll words. do a podcast where Tamara is going to talk a little bit about our grandfather because your gra- one of your grandfathers was a real Turk. Yes. But you don't speak any Turkish, do you? No. But you have the DNA because you like the Gennady. food. You like the food. Yes, I like the food and I think I'm going to learn Turkish next. I'm learning German at the moment. Say something in Turkish. Um, don't know. I know Gennady. What is that? That's good morning, right? Or good evening. And what is mum? Anne? Uh, Anne. Anne is mum. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Elma is an apple. Elma. Elma. Yeah. And... Uh, Tooth. is a salt. Well, one of our neighbours is walking through the village singing. Mari. And so Mari wants to, to bark him. So. <laughs> You're going to let them out? And Phoebe's growling. Not as they will stop. Okay. See? They want to talk. They're part of the podcast. Are you part of the podcast, Phoebe? <laughs> We've just let them out so they can run around uh, outside. So 
pre-gloves here, these, I, I, I should say, regional slippers. I'm going to put a picture in the show notes, um, as I say, on Substack or Buy Me A Coffee or wherever you see it, of my darling feet inside these things. They are absolutely warm. David wears them in the summer as well. Yeah, but they're, they're cool in the summer. Yes, they are climate adaptable. They, are, they keep your feet cool in the summer and they keep your feet warm in the winter. And they're very good, healthy to wear. What I like about it is when I've seen people working in their gardens out here in the village, they have rubber shoes, don't they? We call them galoshes, which is like rubber. Yes, rubber shoes. Rubber yes. shoes. So they have their pre-gloves here. They can go straight into the rubber shoes, go outside and work, come back to the front door, just slip your feet out. Yeah. And you leave the dirty, muddy rubber shoes at the front door. Yeah. And you walk inside. Yes. It's very convenient. It's very convenient. And your feet don't stink. That's it's right. A natural they breathe. They breathe. And they're easy uh, to clean. So that's all about my pre-glavsy. Yes, we went to the vet with Marit. She got... Spade. Spade. And, yeah, I think the recovery phrase at home was okay. Yeah, she was very quiet for two days, actually. She, she bit your mum. She was sleeping because she didn't know where she was. Or well. She didn't beat her too hard, but I think she was very confused. You would be. My I mother remember. came close to her, like a... Close to her face? Close to her face, and she bit her for a... On her chin. On her chin, yeah. But not, not, nothing serious, just a little bit. No, not out of control. I, it's true, she was really out of it for two days. You could see from her eyes, where am I? Yes, but uh, also Mari can be a little bit aggressive. I don't think he trusts humans because she was dumped here. And I think the previous owner who had her, they were beating her up, to be honest with you. Because she is a little bit aggressive if you start to be like, uh, if you tell her like really hard, don't do this, blah, 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 if you pull her. So there must be a build of human trust between us and Mari because she definitely doesn't believe humans because she hasn't been treated really well. So we're going to have to work on that. Yes. Coming on Sunday, on all good plat podcast platforms, is another episode of An Englishman in the Balkans where I'm going to be talking about the link between Jewish prayer, a Jewish prayer, and a Ladino song. And that move of a, how would you say, a melody to... I don't know. In the synagogue, when they pray, they chant. So I don't know if you could actually say that a chant is a melody, but let's say it is because mm -hmm. it sounds musical. And then that was taken by the Ladino language, which is a Judo-Spanish um, language. The Jewish people, it, in the podcast, you find out all about it, but the Jewish people left Spain and Portugal uh, back in the mid 1400s during the Inquisition, and actually they came and stayed in the country yeah. where we are now. Yeah. And one of those songs went from being a chant, or the melody was taken from being a chant into a Ladino song, turned into what is called Sevda music. Now, I'm not going to give it all Sevda away. Linka. Sevda Linka. And Sevda is the, I would say, the traditional music of Bosnia and Herzegovina, without a shadow of a doubt. So if you want to find a little bit more about the traditions of Bosnia and Herzegovina, and how music plays uh, a part in that, then that will be on Sunday at 7 o'clock Central European time, and there'll be a link to where you'll find that. I can always, already give you a link to where that will be. And... Dogs are back. Hopefully next week, Tam and I will be able to talk a little bit about another link, historic link, and that's a film that was released earlier this year. I haven't been able to see it. It's called Sevap Mitzvah. 
Yes, we have to watch it. So I'm going to try and find where it is. Uh, it's been nominated um, for in the short film category for the 2024 Oscars. Mm. So we'll have to see how that works. But the story, so the is it uh, made here in this country? Or? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, um, okay. They the, uh, filmed in this country, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but the lady that is the executive producer left during the conflict, mm -hmm. went to England, got married to a guy, um, stayed there for 10 years, got divorced and then moved to the States. Now she moves around in an area with friends such as Sean Penn, the former actor, now director, and George Clooney mm -hmm. and people like that. So she has a foundation <laughs> which she's into. And another young lady left... Uh, Sarajevo during the conflict and went to the United States and she is now a pretty successful director in her own right. She's directed some short films but this one, Sevap Mitzvah we're both Sounds like a Chevap Mitzvah. Yeah, doesn't it? But it's about occupied Bosnia in 1941 mm -hmm. when fascists were here, the Ustasha from Croatia the, uh, the Italians at the time and the Nazi Germany were here obviously the partisans were trying to kick him out but it was at the start of all that and there was a jewish family living in sarajevo we i think it's in sarajevo but it says in bosnia herzegovina and a muslim family mm -hmm. protects them okay. and and gives them shelter and they stay alive and then 50 That's years a great story especially now yeah and then 50 years later in the conflict of the 1990s uh, a muslim family was in danger and that f Jewish family from 50 years on saved them. It's not a, fict a fictitious event in somebody's mind. It's an absolutely true story. Story, yes. But it's in a 20-minute film. It's a short film and it's called Sevap Mitzvah. I don't know how lucky I'm going to be because <laughs> I'm trying to talk here on a podcast, Murray. I think she said, okay. Um, I'm going to try and find the lady director in the States and try and do a podcast with her. On to food. I just love food. Um, Me too. <laughs> your potato and cheese pita pie went down a storm. Your mum and dad really liked it. Yeah, it was really good. I thought it was a little bit too much potato in it. I, I thought you had it. I right. did a mix. I thought you had it right. I, I did like a fusion pita with cheese and... Potatoes, potatoes. yeah. Now, but I pre-cooked the potatoes before because I use pre-cooked potatoes for many things. What is the normal base for pita? You just do, put, uh, like when you do krampirusha with like a potato pie, you just use filo pastry and so what you make it? a mixture with onions, potatoes and oil. So and and uh, black pepper and salt. So what is the difference between filo pastry and yufka? I don't know. I think in English you call it filo pastry. Ah, it? so that could be... It's like a tiny leaves of dough Yeah, that you can fold it and make a pie. Because you're, you're a wizard. Or like Yufka. a spanakopita, spana people know what that is. Like so little Yufka, triangles. Yufka, we can say, is like filo pastry. I think that that's, that that's how I learned in Canada. They call it filo pastry. Ah. It's like a little leaves. It's like a sheet of, how do you say? It's not like a pastry though like the one the flaky one it's more how would you say like a tortilla but very thin very thin very and you concertina thin. it pardon me did you concertina it push it into 
Yeah, I scrunch it. Scrunch it. I scrunch it. I have that my actually own. means concertina. Really. I call it uh, pita gujvara. Pita gujvara. <laughs> pita gujvara. You know when you scrunch you... it like a piece of paper, ah. and then you spread it, and then you put your. Because that word sounded very like, like gujvara. Gujvara. <laughs> gujvara. Yeah, gujvara. So that went down well. What are you? When I went into the kitchen to say, "Can you come and do record this podcast?" You're smashing the crap out of some meat. And, yes. and that pressure cooker, your instant pot or whatever you call it, is all plugged in and yes, all the and lights I'm are on. I'm cooking a beetroot. We're going to have a beetroot salad. I'm cooking beetroot. Uh-huh. And uh, with the meat, our neighbor was killing a pig, winter pig, two days ago. And he gave us some meat, some flesh, pork flesh. Finer flesh. Finer flesh. So How do you say pork meat in your language? Svinjetina. Svinjetina. Svinjetina, yes. And I'm going to make like a pork rouladen. You usually make it with the beef, but you can make it also with the pork. So I really made them thin, and th- that's what we're going to have today. German dish. Ah, that's why you had the kis. I'm going to brag now. That's why you had the kiseli krastavats. I have a kiseli krastavats. Which are zem- pickled cucumbers. Pickled cucumbers, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, so I'm going to make that. Are you going to make pire today? I'm going to make the pire, the potato. Mashed um, potatoes. Mash, the, the mashed potato. So we went into town yesterday, as Tam said, we took the opportunity to look at the weather forecast and we did it right, so we weren't going to be sliding on the road. Tam had to go and do some administration in Banyaluka, but on the way back, we bought some food products and that from DM, which is a German shop here in Banyaluka. And then you... Deutsche Markt. What does DM mean? Dynamark. Dynamark. I think you marked. Yeah, your market. I think. Dynamark? If there's a German listening. Could be a Deutsche if, if I got that wrong and there's a German listening, you can give us a nice comment in the box below. But there's a new shop that came. Tam saw it online and said, look at this. And we looked at it. It's, it's called Pepco. And it looks like huge. And when you go there. It's yes, because that- I watch on TikTok and on the Instagram stories, I watch them Hall and Pepco Hall just to find out what's new in, the, in these shops. And on this Pepco hall, it, it looks so huge, but it's actually a very tiny shop. The one in Banyaluka, where we go to. I'm not a great... And I got some Christmas cups. Yeah, I, d- I don't like some going Christmas shopping presents. and standing there and just being the bag carrier. It, it feels like watching an old episode of Inspector Morse, where the sergeant is always with him, getting the coffee and doing the mundane things. My job is to walk around, especially when Tamara's doing her lady shopping bit, and have to stay, stand there carrying the heavy bag that gets ever heavier, the more stuff you... But the thing I was impressed about with Pepco is the pricing. I'm so impressed with it because everything that is there has a label on it. Every single product has a label. And I think it has pricing in eight countries, in eight currencies. Something like that. Like it has pounds, euros, Bosnian marks, Romanian... They have prices for every country they have a shop in, I think. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, Sinsei does the same. So they bought on by Polish. Ah, so if and you come here to Bosnia Herzegovina and you want to go and get something that's good quality but cheap, not expensive, reasonably cheap, is to go to Pepco. And the thing is, you don't have to use your phone anymore because sometimes Tamara says, "Well, what do you think that would cost in England?" So I have to go to currency convert, and you work out how much it is in Bosnian marks. But you have everything on their labels. Uh, yes, it, it's there. And ah. what, did, what, what did you buy to yourself? I got. I'm. I'm a dead ringer for perfume candles. So we've got, got one at the moment, and it's apple and cinnamon, but we got that from DM. Yes. 
and demand from Pepco, is which is a huge patchouli one. oil, is it? Did you patchouli. It? Yeah, so I've got that. So I'm not going to burn them both together, obviously. So I think until March, I'm looked after. With these two candles? No, they're going to burn fast. Do you think, do you think so? Yeah. Oh, and Apparently, if you put the salt on a candle, when it's melted, then it melts, then it burns. It doesn't make that hole inside when it burns. Uh. It melts evenly. So we, we might try that. The thing, though, that really did surprise me, Uber surprised me, and I most probably realized it before, but it didn't really hit me until yesterday in Pepco was this. Listen, when I first came here, we used to, we do two Christmas celebrations a year, right? On the 25th of December, which is mine. Yes, we do David's Christmas. And then on the 7th it's my Christmas. of January, we do Orthodox Christmas, right? Yes. Now, when I first came... We it, also have two New Year's Eves. And two Easter's. And you two know Easter's. But when I first came here, we we do it. And I, I don't do it now as much as before. But initially, when we got together, I went full on for an English Christmas, right? Tried to get a turkey uh, and doing everything else like that and having smoked salmon and scrambled eggs for breakfast and, and all this sort of stuff. And then people not only got used to that, said, David, what are you wearing? And I had, you know, the, the jumper, the pullover, you know, with, with like the Christmas pullover, right? And people went, what is that? Over the years, which I, people that, you know, are together with us, they've adopted that as well. But it was always difficult to find things. And this year, it hit me. There is The last now, two, three years, they have, we it, have them here. Yeah, right. So now, people in Bosnia and Herzegovina, well, in this part of Bosnia and Herzegovina, in the north, people are wearing Christmas pullovers. Do you think this is Britain colonizing all over again? It could be, yes. We have <laughs> so many British people living in our village. It's unreal. Yeah, we've got, and, uh, yeah, we've got f another two families. And uh, yeah, I can't wear pullover. It gets really too hot for me, so I have a T-shirt. So I changed the pullover for T-shirt. I have two, actually. Yeah, and I've got a T-shirt for this coming Christmas. I think it it's is. better. It has fire and... We have the wood burner on. Plus and we it's are. Really to it's really toasty. Yeah. And then to be like that all day with a heavy pullover is... It's not good. It's, not it's good. too hot, or way too hot. So for the rest of today, it's you're going to be cooking. Yes, I'm going to be making this pork rouladen. And, and what? Well, <laughs> we got we got any desserts in the pipeline? We have a pumpkin. We can have pumpkin. We had pumpkin I, yesterday I, I like with, that. with with the cinnamon and a little bit of uh, date syrup. Was that syrup. roasted pumpkin? Yes, roasted pumpkin from the garden. No, my dad got it from somebody. All right. From the village, and he gave it to me, and I roasted yesterday. So I made like a two large jars of pumpkin puree, and I made the oat clusters with pumpkin puree today, which is like uh, oat cookies. And I'm going to be making things with it, like pumpkin latte, pumpkin muffins, and things like that. I have found a few recipes. I'm looking forward to that. We've got to crack on, but... A quick question for you. What would you like to find out more about? Um, Martin Gannon, who listens to us, he's like a fan. Um, he li listens to us. <laughs> That's in, nice to know. Yeah, in, in Bromley and Kent. Martin actually is uh, a Yugo file. He just loves the whole area. He used to live here for many years uh, and worked for the national airline carrier for Yugoslavia before it all went pear-shaped. But he, he said it's really nice. He said, I enjoyed listening to it while I was getting my lunch ready. That's so it. that's nice. So if you are listening uh, anywhere, And you don't know what you're going to make for lunch, you can make German pork rouladen. 
or yeah. beef yeah. in London. But Germans do beef. It's for really easy. You just Google it and you can find the recipe. It's easy to make and super tasty. Did you have a? Did you have a? <coughs> uh, did you follow it from a video? This pork rouladen. Yeah, I find a video and I find a recipe on. Right, I'm going to ask. But Tamara. I made it before. This when, is when, not. Hey, Mare. When she's finished, uh, when we finish in, in just a second, I'm going to ask her to give me the link, and I'll put the link to that video. Okay. In uh, that. so, thanks a lot uh, for listening. We really do appreciate it. Mari is saying thank you as well. You can email us at uh, David and Tamara. That's all one word at an Englishman in the Balkans dot com. You can support the channel by buying us a coffee. The link is in the show notes uh, below. Last week, what, what did you? Was it? Did we say Vidimusa last week? I think. See ya. Vidimusa. Bis später. So what? So how would you say to somebody? Good afternoon. Dobardan. 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 Did I say that right? Dobardan. Dobardan. Or, or do you or do you roll the R? Dobardan. You don't roll the R. You say <laughs> Dobardan. Dobardan. Maybe it sounds rolled, but it's not. So, Dobardan. Dobardan. But we're going to say, Alfida Zane, see you later, ciao. Dovigenia. And uh, Vidimusa. What is the difference between Vidimusa and Dovigenia? Vidimusa is like bis später, see ya. Yeah. Vidimusa is see ya, see you. Yeah. And Dovigenia is. Dovigenia is goodbye. Yeah. yeah, basically, yes. Okay. She got my shoe. Okay. Okay, time, time, time to go. To go. And that's a wrap for this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed finding out a little more about both Bosnia and Herzegovina and the wider Western Balkans. If you've enjoyed this journey as much as we enjoy bringing it to you, please take a moment to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast. Your feedback helps us tremendously and makes a huge difference. Thank you once again for joining us and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it.